Wait a minute, I hear something. What's a happening, hot stuff? That's right, it's Dr. Movie Time again. We are continuing <laughs> and continuing and continuing our Demons Saga. Um, we have worked our way all the way up to Demons 5, which doesn't seem like much of a task if you think, well, that's just five movies. No, it's, that's been eight so far. Um, that's, that's the thing about this, because there's three Demons 3s uh, four and five, six, seven, seven movies so far. Sorry, my math is off. Um, so yeah, uh, again, the the more we go, the more you're like these movies have absolutely nothing to do with the first two movies that are you know the legendary demons movies. These are only related, I guess, in title. So this one is called Demons Five. Came out in 1989. But what it's really called is The Mask of Satan, or it's called Sabbath. So here's the thing about this. Um, this will make more sense when I talk about it. The director is, we're going back to the original director, Lamberto Bava. And if you know your history, Lamberto Bava's daddy, father, father's a better word than daddy, um, it's his big daddy, uh, Mario Bava, the legend, the master, uh, you know, the maestro, and, uh, you know, responsible for a slew of classic Italian horror flicks that pretty much influenced everybody since the 60s on, right? Um, this is loosely a remake of, uh, of Black Sabbath. I'm sorry, not Black Sabbath. Black Sunday. Almost the same title, right? So, that's what this is. This is Lamberto's version of Black Sunday. You know, Black Sunday, Barbara Steele, uh, it's all about the mask of Satan, right? They put it on to, to trap the evil behind the mask. She's a, a witch, and they, you know, tie her to a post. And, uh, you know, this is legendary when you talk about Italian horror. Uh, them taking that big wooden mallet and just driving that mask on her face is, to this day, it's so shocking. <laughs> and uh, even though it's in black and white, it, it just, it really pulverizes you, for lack of a better word. So this is his take on that story, making it modernized. And uh, let's read about this one. Here we go. Alright, it's also called The Devil's Veil. Why? No idea. But uh, here's, here's what they say about it. Here's, During a ski trip in the mountains, seven people fall into a crevice and discover a frozen remains of a woman who died several centuries before. Yeah. But what they really find is they're trapped and they're trying to find a way out and a guy sees something shiny in a piece of ice and he starts chipping away at it, and it's this mask, right? But when he pulls off the mask, he doesn't realize what it comes off of. But yeah, 
there's a, a, a woman's remains there that this mask has been driven onto. So it's, a like I said, a retelling of, of Black Sunday just in a different place, I guess. Um, the strange thing about this, the, the story behind this one is this was another made-for-TV movie, which... I'm still a little confused about because apparently they can get away with a lot more on made-for-TV movies than we can here in the States because there's not really much that's held back in this one. There's plenty of nudity, uh, plenty of foul language, uh, lots of gore. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of kind of surprised by all that. So let's... Uh, I don't know of anybody in this... Uh, when we talk about the cast, but let's just take a quick look. All right, we do have Deborah uh, Caprioglio in this one. Um, not a lot as far as movie going, but the thing that she's probably known for is uh, her and Kinski kind of had a relationship, so you know she's got to be a little messed up to, to want to have a relationship with Klaus Kinski. Uh, we got Mary Sellers in this. And she was in The Crawlers, which is a episode I did a while back. Not a great movie. I don't know much, much else about it. But you know what you need? When you don't really have a cast of superstars, you got to put a little Stanko on it, right? That's right. We got Stanko Molnar, which is uh, one of Lamberto's go-to people, right? All the way back to Macabre. Uh, we had some Stanko in it. And... Uh, Always good to see him. He plays a blind priest in this one. So, uh, you know, that's pretty much all we're going to talk about as far as a cast. Let's talk about this movie and get on with it. Um, like I said, a bunch of skiers, they fall into this big crevice, and while they're there, they find the mask, and the guy that finds the mask, there's, there's like a, another earthquake or something, and they kind of get closed in, and when they do... This guy gets impaled on, I think, a big ice spike or something. I don't know. Doesn't really matter. Uh, he gets killed, right? So it's almost like, don't touch the mask. You get doomed, right? And maybe that's the tie-in of wanting to call this Demons 5. I don't know. But uh, as the story goes on, you, they're, they're all kind of trapped, but they break through another section and it leads to this big cathedral with odd paintings and stuff on the wall just kind of like the church that we talked about before or even in the last movie they're always big on these findings these ruins and um, in this cathedral they find another passageway out and they go kind of outside the cathedral and they find the blind priest who lives by himself kind of on a mountainside and they stay with him, but it, it's all tied back into this cathedral, right? And <laughs> I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. Um, things get crazier. It's like when they pulled the mask off the woman, then she starts like rejuvenating and coming back, you know, typical story, right? And she kind of possesses all the people. Uh, and they start doing lewd acts. <laughs> They're all hunching all over each other and saying things they shouldn't say and messing with the priest. 
Priest is blind. They start moving the stuff around so he'll fall and hurt himself. And, you know, it's all kinds of crazy stuff like that. Oh, I forgot to mention that um, the Sabina character. So this, this is all about a character named Sabina. Um, she gets hurt uh, when, they, when they fall through the ice. Kind of breaks her leg. Well, she's, she stumbles into the cathedral, and now she's fine. Legs not broke. I mean, they hadn't put a stint. They they took the, you know, your your skiing gear and broke it to make some splints that they could, you know, fix her leg. So she don't need that anymore. She's fine. So if that's not a red flag, I don't know what is, right? And uh, all of her other friends pretty much get possessed except her boyfriend, David. And uh, the priest kind of takes a liking to David. The rest of them are all meeting the priest. And he tells David, hey, when the time comes, you may have to take care of business because things are getting a little shaky around here. So he uh, blesses him, and then he tells him what to do. You know, be aware of your lover because, you know, things just ain't right, and you may have to, you know, take care of business. So... um, all this comes into, you know, a lot. it's a lot of foreshadowing for sure. And we go to, uh, there's a scene where this one lady who is one of the girls who's, I mean, I mean, the, physically and everything, they're just kind of falling apart. But apparently when you become possessed by a witch, you're just super horny. That's all I can figure out. Because that seems to be kind of the trend of the last three movies here. Um... So, uh, yeah, this friend gets up, and she's like, look, and she starts acting kind of normal again, kind of evil deadish, right, where they, they can change back and forth. I need to go confess. I need to go talk to the priest, right? Well, she goes talks to the priest, and she starts talking nasty to the priest. I know you want me. See me for who I really am, all this kind of stuff. And, of course, he looks at her, and you can see the witch. And the next thing you know, everybody else in this group, except for David and, and Sabina, they're all holding hands around the confession booth and dancing around it and saying the word Anibas. And apparently Anibas is either this witch or Satan. Who knows? That's kind of, it's the evil spirit. That's all we're getting out of this. Matter of fact, they're so strong at it that the dude that impaled himself in the ice earlier is now unconnected himself from being impaled or unimpaled himself, which that's a new term, I think. And he comes in there and starts dancing with them <laughs> around the, the priest, uh, the confession booth. Strange. Uh, but you know what? It's Lamberto Bava. It's kind of expected. Uh, while they're dancing around the, the booth, it starts closing in on the priest. The sides start closing in. The top starts squeezing him down. And, uh, you know, Lo and behold, we're going to have a dead priest for too long, right? Um, the story kind of moves on from there, and there's a whole bunch of back and forth with Sabina, right? And the priest even told him that, told David at one point, hey, take a mirror, hold it up, and you're going to see for sure who she really is, right? And the whole time, Sabina keeps saying, look, I'm a virgin. It's time that we go ahead and finish this deal because I may not be here much longer. Let's do it while we're still alive, yada, yada, yada. So from here on, she's always trying to bang him. He's, he's always trying to get her away and free her from 
either her crazy friends or something chasing them. They go out to this barn, and wow, she changes into this creature, and it, it's a uh, it's disturbing, right? It's pretty dang disturbing. Just think of think of uh, the Shining, right? When Jack Nicholson sees the woman in the tub. Imagine if she came on to him and like was really starting to like hunch on him and stuff. It's kind of what you get here. It's pretty dang nasty. Well, dude ends up, uh, David ends up stabbing her, and turns out that might have been a dream. Don't really know, but uh, he gets away from that. Then he goes. He tells his friends he had to kill her because she was a witch. And then the friends like, no, you, you're you're making this up because she's over here in this room. And they go over there. There she is, right? So it's almost like a repeat again. She comes on to him. He goes over, washes his face. He finds a mirror. He holds the mirror up, and her face looks totally normal in the in the mirror. But what he notices is her name. She has a necklace on that spells out her name, and her name backwards is Anibus. Don't don't don't. Right? So, yeah. Then he figures it out. Nope. She's the devil. And uh, he's kind of right. And there's all kinds of weird imagery from here on. I don't even know how to describe everything that happens from here on. Because, you know, the priest tells him something about the only way to, to save everything from happening is through water and energy and yada yada. And at one point, we got, you know, David standing behind this green force field that's fighting off, I don't know, these demon bats, and it's just crazy. Uh, and there's a painting on the wall that comes alive, and, like, all all of the these other demons come out of it, which I think are still supposed to be his the friends that were skiing with him. They come popping out of the wall, and he's still dealing with all that, and at the same time, Sabina... And Anibus are, are wanting to get it on with him. So he's got the one girlfriend he's trying to save. They've kind of separated at this point, I think. He's trying to save the one, and she's wanting to get it on. He's like, look, babe, I got to kill all these demons. I ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. And uh, then he's fighting off Anibus, who's talking to him in third person. And, you know, you hear this voice and all these demons flying around. And I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, then all of a sudden, all the demons hold him down on top of uh, uh, Anibus. And Anibus and now looks like... If you took Calibus from uh, Clash of the Titans and you took Medusa from Clash of the Titans and you put the snake head on the face of Calibus, it's kind of what Anibus looks like. Coincidence, right? Cannabis, Calibus, Anibus, Uranus. I don't know. But anyways, uh, they hold David down on top of her like they're about to get it on. Another weird sexual thing going on here. And then all of a sudden, Anibus is on the ground and she makes a long tongue come out and wrap around his neck, kind of like what we saw in the ghoulies. And... Uh, this this just all over the place. <laughs> what else to say? But eventually he breaks free, finds the mask, slams the mask back on on Anibus's face, and when he does that, all the demons die. And then he it's like he wakes up and he's still in the same uh, crevice that they first fell down into. All of his friends are dead. He climbs out of the hole. The end. 
there you go, folks. I, <laughs> I kind of ruined the ending of this one, but who cares? Uh, what a what a weird movie, man. Uh, it looks really good for made for TV. Uh, I know that uh, uh, Stilato did the, 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 the Stilato did the effects for it. I'll get his name right here in a minute. Uh, he's the go-to guy with all this, so gives gives the effects some uh, credibility here. And uh, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's made for TV in some ways, and then it's totally not made for TV in some other ways. It's like a real bad fever dream when you're watching it. Uh, is it good? Eh. Does it belong to Demon's Saga? No, not really. Uh, but I think it's a standalone thing. This probably this probably did pretty well on its own as far as being a made-for-TV thing. I'm sure it messed some people up. <laughs> I mean, all these years later, I'm still watching it going, this was on TV? Uh, there you go, folks. I'm going to give this a 2 out of 5. Uh, I don't really don't plan on watching it again. I've never seen it before. So this is a new one for me. Uh, matter of fact, pretty much everything left on this list all the way down to what is considered the last one. I have seen it many times. But uh, these, this group right in here, never seen any of these. So um, there you are in that. If you got any comments on this one, if you know any more history about this one, Stivaletti, that's the that's the effects guy. Sorry, I messed up his name. Um, comments, questions, remarks, concerns, <laughs> any of those things, let me know. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later.